Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in the studio today. Now, spring is right around the corner, so go ahead and plan a warmer Mississippi getaway over at visitmississippi.org. And students in Tupelo school districts are looking for a way to get away from class and get to the new arcade that the school has put in on campus as a positive incentive. And joining us here on Good Things to tell us more, is Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? You know, I now understand I had the bright idea of you joining us on Super Talk TV from the arcade. You reminded me <laughs> that would be a little loud. It would be uh, very loud, and it is something that they built it, and they want to use it, and it pretty much is somebody in there all day long. It's incredible. It goes to show you how long it's been, Greg, since I've spent some time in an arcade, but it always brings back the best of <laughs> memories. So how did Tupelo even decide, because this is one of its kind, to have a working arcade actually on campus at a school. It's genius, but who thought of it? I will have to give all the credit to Dr. Harbin. He's the new principal at Milam, and but he's not new to our district. And he came in and he wanted to do something to kind of help the kids. Hey, we've been through a pandemic for two years. School's supposed to be fun, especially for a sixth grade. And he wanted to, he just started talking to community members and we had a business guy said, okay, you come up with something and I will donate $10,000 to make sure it happens. So this businessman donated $10,000 and then the PTO pitched in to help with a mural that was painted on the back wall and it just, it fell together. Everybody wanted to, to help with this project because it's so different. It's so unique. And our maintenance department went in and just all these cool things. I don't know if you were able to see some of the pictures that, that we had posted, but it, I, I, when I say it turned into a community event for one school, that's a sixth grade only school. It did. And if people want to see those photos, Greg, I post them in the Good Things Facebook group. I shared them from the school awesome. district's uh, Facebook page as well, opening up the conversation about thinking back to arcades and the time that we enjoyed those as youngsters or even adults, right? I think they look a little different now for our kids than they did right. for certain generations. So what does this look like? How many games are in there? How, where is it on campus? All right, so it's in the gym, and the the school opened in the late late 20s and 30s, and it is the original gym, and up under the home side, it was just a storage, probably an old locker room, if I had to guess, when the school was the high school back uh, up until 1959, and so they cleaned it out, painted, I mean, when I went there for the first time last week, I I didn't know what to expect, I thought I was going to open the door, and there's going to be maybe one or two old rusty machines. And I can't even tell you, when I opened the door, my my jaw dropped. I, 
uh, it was it was phenomenal. And, and I said, I told our photographer Ryan Coon before we walked in, if there's no asteroids in here or Pac-Man, I'm not taking it serious. And boom, the first two things were those two games. And there are pinball machines. Now, they're digital pinball machines. So, you know, the, the kind that, that I grew up with, you know, you're not pulling and doing all that. It's all all digital. And then the, there's the basketball count game where it's a little bitty basketball and you throw up. So there's, I don't know, 20 different games in there. And then they've got TV on the walls that you can play like Xbox uh, and different gaming components. Uh, I mean, it is it is unreal. So how did And a neat it- seating area, too. And I know this is an incentive, right? Like Tupelo School District didn't Correct. just say, hey, let's take this great donation by a community member and give the kids somewhere to goof off and, you know, just not go to class. I mean, this is used as kind of the right kind of carrot dangled in, in students' face. And let's face it, we all like great incentives to, to do what? What Absolutely. are you trying to use this as within the school? Okay, so uh, let me back up and kind of give you a little history on something. Yeah. So we adopted social contracts several years ago. So you have a social contract, and like in my office we have one, and it's how you want to be treated under certain situations. How do we want to communicate? How do we want to tell our story? Well, then if you go, we've got 14 campuses, and if you go to each of those 14 schools, the schools have social contracts for when – Maybe there's a dispute or, hey, something good is happening. And then within each classroom has a social contract. So Dr. Harbin told the teachers, he said, hey, here's where I'm going to let you have free reign. You decide based on your social contract how the incentives for each class is done. So class A may be a little bit different than class B, but, I mean, it's pretty much all the same. One thing, though, Rebecca, he did not want was it to be grade-based, and here's why. You know, when you have, uh, what, seven, eight hundred sixth graders, obviously you're going to have your cream of the crop. Well, you got a kid that's happy to get that C. He may have worked or she may have worked harder than the person who works to get that A, and they're proud of that C. So why penalize them if if it's not uh, all A's or all B's? And I thought that was fantastic. I love that. So, you know, they get behavior, obviously, is a big thing. If they follow the social contract, they get points, you know, if they do their work on time. Bus. Uh, so if there is a bus that has no discipline referrals, for that school, that bus group automatically will get time in the in the arcade. So it opens first thing in the morning. It goes throughout the day. And I can tell you, the the hardest job on that campus is the one booking that room right now because they're fighting over it. So it'll be interesting to see how the behavior uh, referrals, you know, in, decrease towards the end of the year. What a great way, though, to meet students where they are with something that they enjoy and connect with that generation. Obviously, video games is a big thing. It is still for a lot of adults. It's the way they zone out or, you know, find their <clears throat> entertainment right. when they get home. Um, and I, too, I, if you were watching at Super Talk TV, I'm, I'm over here applauding the it not being necessarily grade based as well, because, you know, having my own children in in the school system, they're better at one subject than sort of the other. And right. we, we try to talk about your best effort is all we want. 
want, not necessarily the best grades. And so kids need to be reinforced that there are other things that matter, too, besides the A's and the B's. And that's your behavior and your conduct and your kindness. And so, man, I just wish every school had the opportunity to have this type of program or incentive. It's just in the sixth grade now, Greg. Do you see other arcades in the Tupelo School District? I do. Uh, we need to find 14 more business people willing to donate about 10 grand. And I would tell you, it's about a fifteen, sixteen thousand dollar investment. Um, you know, by the time you get all the equipment, the work, the electrical, the painting, the lighting. I told Dr. Harbing yesterday, we got to have a disco ball in there somehow just to really rev it up another spot. But I'll also add this. I've had other schools not in our district already reach out to me to want more information about it. You know, I don't know if it's the first in the state. It's the first I've heard about it. It's obviously the first in our district. But the fact that I've already had three school districts reach out to me wanting more information, you know, this I don't want to say it's going to become the norm, but, I, you know, who knows? I think positive reinforcement, though, should be the norm. I mean, obviously, there should be a standard Agreed. of conduct that you should have to have just to, you know, you know, be an adult. You shouldn't get applauded every time, you know, you say your yes, sirs and no, sirs. But I think at the, in those informative years, I think, utilize, you know, reinforcing the behaviors you want, kids start to pick up on that as well. Like, okay, that's not getting me to the arcade. So maybe if I am a little kinder to the teacher or my friends, I'll get some time uh, with it as well, as well as the bus, because, you know, like one student goes off rogue on the bus, the whole bus goes rogue. But if one student can stop that, right, and say, hey, I want the arcade, shush, and then you can see Exactly. A- yeah. I think this is genius. I love it. Where can folks, if they are interested in learning more about what's going on in Tupelo, where can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can. Uh, we're on we're on every social media platform. We're very active on Twitter at Tupelo Schools, and um, then of course Facebook. And hey, I'll give you my phone if you're interested. It's six six two six two zero six one nine five. This is a great story, and we we think it's it's phenomenal. We have a we have a program we call Capturing Kids Heart. You capture their heart, you capture their soul, you capture their mind. And once you have that, great things unfold learning-wise. And we've already, you know, since we implemented that program, we've seen our discipline much better. So this is just another step uh, in that, that process to improve every area of our, of our students. All right. Do you know the high score for Pac-Man there at the arcade yet? I don't know, but I will say when we opened it up last week, the teachers were get they were the grand opening. They the ones who got to enjoy it, and uh, they looked like I don't know who was more excited, the teachers or the kids, uh, when they first got to go in there. Well, Greg, we will follow this story. It's such a good one coming out of Tupelo School District. Thank you for your time and all the good that you you guys are doing. But stick with us; we got more for you coming up next. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my 
my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt with praises like amazing, super friendly, and best of the best. And now we have two rock star pediatricians at Trust Care Kids, Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college. Walk in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better, faster. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. good things to do in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And there's more content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. So just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. And if you're over at Super Talk TV, you'll see me dancing. You'll see Rhino smiling. Because when he saw that we were going to be talking about arcades today, he geeked out on the music. So what are we? What is this? What are we listening to? This is what you hear when you are trying to figure out where you want to go on the overworld map in Super Mario Three. <laughs> yes. 
See? Many of you are like, man, I've heard this before. Or even like the, uh, I guess the commonalities in all the sounds throughout all the Super Marios, because I may not have done that one, but it, when you said that, I can hear the little do-do-do-do, right, it was Super Mario, uh, in Super Mario, I guess in terms of the rid- original one. I think that's something, too, that kind of connects us all. I'm sure there's someone listening with us that maybe hadn't had a whole lot of experience in an arcade or with the original kind of video games, but I think universally, we've all had a touch of it here or there. You know, even if you grew up in the 60s or 70s, that's when the original kind of stand-up arcades found its way into pizza places. And then I'm not sure when, you probably know, Rhino, when there actually started to be arcades where people started to lump them together as a business and thought, hey, this is a great idea. Fast forward several years and you get the Chuck E. Cheese's and all the other sort of things in the world that's been uh, that have spent from that. Even now, our Margaritavilles here in Mississippi are pretty much a souped up uh, tourist arcade. Barcade. Barcade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also arcade and listening to Greg talk about the new arcade uh, that's on the um, campus of Tupelo, sixth graders. You know, it's, he, he's like, man, it's digital now. They just make them sort of different. You wouldn't want to put antiques in there. They'd be worth an incredible amount of money. But I just go back to this is fascinating form of positive reinforcement. With this, I know that's your school district, Rhino. You grew oh, up yeah. in that school. I actually went to Milam. And so I, when he was explaining where it was in the gym, in the old sort of storeroom, you're back there like reminiscing. You ever kiss a girl back there? I feel like you know that spot. <laughs> Calling you out. Oh, you're blushing. <laughs> no, um, but do you know where that's at in the school? Oh, yeah. Well, I think I do. If it's in the gym, it's probably, like you said, going to be in one of the old locker rooms. Which is a, a great idea. Would this have worked for you as a kid? Oh, yeah. I mean, my era at Milam was right in the, the middle of when video games were transitioning from two dimensions to three dimensions. And I I consider it a, a, a bit of a blessing to have lived through that era of video games because it was the most transformative you you went from little mario going left to right made up of a bunch of little squares on a screen to using polygons and being in three dimensions and having a camera that turns all it was just mind-blowing what you saw happening on what seemed like a month-to-month year-to-year basis whereas nowadays because video games have become such a big business and you have these triple a firms out there that are putting out these these titles year after year but that requires hundreds of people and thousands of man hours and years of development and you you see progress and you see amazing things like some of the video games that they're coming out now are photorealistic like you you think of peach fuzz on somebody's face and you can see it in the video game Compared to going back to Mario with little squares on a screen that or even Pac Man for it, some of you. Oh yeah, like, Pac Man with the circle and just <laughs> chunk missing. So there there have been things that have made it better in certain ways, but there's that era from the the origins of home video game consoles with like NES and Super Nintendo and Genesis up through Nintendo sixty four, PlayStation, PlayStation two, that era where so much change took place, it was hard to keep track of it, but it was exciting at the same time. 
Because it felt like it was something that you could keep up with as a kid. You didn't have to be athletic. You didn't have to. Now, you did have to have, you know, I guess enough financial resources to purchase some of those games. And they've gotten more expensive as sort of time goes on. But there is still something exciting. Even if your kids have all the latest and greatest gadgets and gadgets and gizmos in the world of gaming at home, unless they're taking it to that super uber level, if you get a pack of kids and you take them to the skating rink or you take them to, you know, one of the Margaritavilles or you take them wherever there's like the good old standard kind of arcade and you put them a little bit of money on that card, that, you know, great card that's now theirs, it something goes wild in them. It's like the best hour to two hours of their entire life. Now, it's genius in the business side of it because I'm sitting there thinking, how much money did I just load on that card that you literally push buttons away in 20 or sort of 30 or sort of 30 minutes? But it hits all the things. It sights, it sounds, it's excitement. So you get to, it's, you know, but it's the, oh, but then it's the, woo, and then all. It's a positive feedback loop. Yeah. That kind of, and they, of course. Do the thing, get the reward, the bell goes off, try it again. <laughs> We're little gamblers in the making. <laughs> <laughs> little slot machine players in the making. But they can transition to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and go to the casino there. But no, not really. You say that, but yeah. the, the history of the arcade actually goes back farther than you think. I mean, yes, the idea of an arcade where you've got Pac-Man here and Space Invaders there and Centipede in the corner and stuff like that. That didn't come around until the 70s and was really prevalent in the 80s until the video game crash where you had a company burying copies of the et video game because it was that bad and they weren't going to sell them so you might as well bury them which everybody thought that was an urban legend until somebody actually found where they buried them but you think of entertainment in another setting like a bar or a soda shop or a candy store or something you've had pinball available since turn of the century in some cases and it wasn't always the big stand-up with the bells and whistles and the tilt and all that, but you had tabletop pinball and little little games that you'd have on the counter at the general store to occupy the kids while parents were getting stuff. Which J, uh, JS, or Jazz, excuse me, in uh, the Good Things Facebook group says, I'm a sucker for pinball machines. And there is something about you just are lured to it. You want to give it a try, give it a whirl at it, see if you're good at it. You always are surprised if the little ball makes it into one of the one of the holes and doesn't come all the way back around. I don't care who you are. You're like, yes! <laughs> and then there's a part of you, if it doesn't, and you're like, eh, I kind of sort of, uh, sort of figured that. But I don't know. It's something that we all are lured to it. We all enjoy it, even if you're not good at it. There's really no risk involved, as long as you aren't gambling with it, that you can go and, and sort of enjoy it. And two, it's something, I think, that brings kids and parents, um, aunts and uncles and all that kind of together, because even though they're digital, digitized now or a little bit more fancy, as you were describing, Rhino, it's still the basics. Oh, yeah. You've you still got, got flippers. you still got the buttons on either side. Uh-huh. You're still whatever. Um, Jeff in Oxford said, when I was in the Air Force in the early 80s, there were arcades all over the air bases. And he thinks that maybe they thought the games would hone on their reaction and sort of shooting skills. I'm sure it didn't hurt. I mean, there's some hand, major oh, yeah, there's hand-eye, hand-eye coordination, coordination that sort of goes along with it. Because, I mean, as the games got better visually... They got more technical skill-wise. Oh, yeah. I mean, just think about the the progress that was made with the number of buttons on a controller 
for a home video game console. I mean, you go back to the old boxy Nintendo Entertainment System where you had the little door you open up and you put the cartridge in and click it down and then push the power button and hope you didn't have to blow on it and that kind of stuff. It had a D-pad with four directions, up, down, left, and right, and two buttons that were useful to you as a kid, the mm-hmm. A and B button. And then you had those two weird buttons in the middle, select and start, where most games really only used one. You'd hit start to pause the game. Select didn't do anything. You just, what's this button do? But you go from that in the early to mid-'80s with Nintendo. Super Nintendo doubled the number of buttons you were using with A, B, X, and Y. And then from there, it just goes crazy, where now con- like the, the Xbox controller has, let's see, Two for your triggers on your left hand, two for your triggers on your right hand, four buttons for your right thumb. You got toes involved. with the left thumb. Yeah, it's all over the place. (laughs) That's the next level. They're going to have toes and everything else uh, involved. We want to know, though, how you got involved with arcades. I mean, what's your favorite uh, game that you ever played? If you want to keep it in with arcades, that's great. That's the conversation we were having earlier with the Tupelo School District. Or you can just say game in general. It's good things. You do you. Michael says he got hooked on Space Invaders to the point that I couldn't leave. Maybe they needed incentive points to encourage me to get out of there. I may not have passed chemistry, but I had the top three scores on Space Invaders. You know, you like what you like. I'm going to throw in there Snake. On my phone. On um, which phone was that? The first flip, the like Nokia. the Nokia. If you know, you know. But if that would have been an arcade game, I'd still be sitting there. Oh, I'm sure they've got it, it at a Dave and Buster's or something somewhere with one of those get golf game golden tee mm-hmm. wheel balls on it. But you're just playing with a snake. I, just, I think I've seen that. Ooh, I was good back in my day. With that, you tell us what game you were good at. We got more good things coming up next. <laughs> From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 42. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 80 degrees. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 53. And to look at your Saturday, a beautiful day on tap for you. Partly sunny conditions, high near 80 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. 
Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for the trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 33122 Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. It's Lasara Buckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As gas prices continue to rise, not only in Mississippi, but across the nation, President Biden is working with 30 other countries to release 60 million barrels of oil. I can announce the United States has worked with 30 other countries to release 60 million barrels of oil from reserves around the world. America will lead that effort. Releasing 30 million barrels of our own strategic petroleum reserve. And we stand ready to do more if necessary, united with our allies. These steps will help blunt gas prices here at home. But I know news about what's happening can seem alarming to all Americans. But I want you to know we're going to be okay. Gas prices in Mississippi are already higher than they were yesterday and sit over 10 cents more than they were one week ago. To keep up with the latest in the Magnolia State, follow us on Twitter at Supertalk News. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Rebecca Turner. 
She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. This is a shooting game. Am I correct? Actually, no. No? This this is something I loaded up because when I first discovered it, I was like, how in the world does this exist? This sounds really exciting, really upbeat. Yes. Really action-packed. Felt like I'm going to get something. I'm looking through all the corners. I'm trying to find it. Boom, boom, shoot them up. Nope. This is the title screen. So this is just the opening song you get when you boot up the game for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the old school NES version of Pictionary. Really? Pictionary went hard on their music. They did. Completely never heard that one, though, in real life. Who when played play- Pictionary? Well, I'm playing Pictionary on my game console, my game <laughs> console there at the house or at the arcade. Sorry. It's probably what's wrong with me now when it comes to reading and spelling and saying words here on Good Things. But Good Things does want to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi. We've got a ton of events. You need places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. While we're talking about digital games, it's, it's important, too, to be in the digital know if you own or run a small business. That's how your customers can find you. And so the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is helping you reach potential customers, get more referrals, and repeat business. So if that is an interest to you, call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. We started the conversation of just wanting to know your favorite video game or arcade-specifically game um, that you've ever played or maybe had a high score on or just excited you as a kid. This is stemming off our conversation with Tupelo um, High School, which I guess it's sixth grade. It's middle school, but it's Tupelo yeah, Milam, Milam um, School District. Just put an arcade in their sixth grade as a positive um, incentive. We think this is a great thing. If you missed that conversation, you can catch it in podcast form after the show. But um, but yeah, but it's something we all get excited about. We've all played video games, even if it's just once or twice when your parents are picking up pizza, you know, at the Pizza Hut or whatever it may be, or maybe you were a full blown gamer. Or still are, and you take it passionately. I feel like you know there's a there's a pendulum for us all somewhere to sort of swing. But we've on only it. talked about half of the arcade by talking about video games because that was the other appeal growing up for an arcade. Is not only did you have the video games, which they were always updating, you always had new things to to play and, and explore and find. But then you had the other side of the arcade, which was all the carnival games that you only usually get to play when the fair came around. Or when you went to the carnival in the parking lot at the grocery store, or something like that. And we all know when you go to the carnival, I'm not calling anybody out. I know it's legitimate businesses, but it, it's always a little fishy on how come on now, how, you how well it. you can play the game. It's the same way with you it's sit rigged. down the slot it's machine. It's rigged. The You're slot not machine's win. rigged, and everyone that sits down is not walking away with. Woo-hoo! going off <laughs> whereas when you go to the arcade they're usually a little bit more fair so when you go to the carnival when you go to the fair or the carnival in the grocery store parking lot and they got skee ball set up it's probably at a slant it's got something on the 500 the ring right or the, yeah, the hoops slightly oval instead of circular stuff like but you go to an arcade and you play skee ball like uh if somebody on the ceasefire text line from the 601 said that's their favorite game or you go play the little hoops game you're not having to compete against 
the person running it because they want you to have fun instead of spend more money. Because if you have fun, you will spend more money. And Keith and Meridian said he's never played a video game, horses to take care of after getting off of work. He is a working man. There, are, I mean, so there are some of us out there who who may not have had that experience. And I'd say, Keith, next time I'm Meridian, I'm taking you to the to the arcade and let you play some asteroids or something like that, which is one person's favorite um, on the Atari 2600. He would play for hours, build up enough sacrificial lives so that I would quickly run to the bathroom and still have a few left over, which is funny you mention asteroids because it was displaced space invaders. It it displaced space invaders, which was Michael's favorite, in popularity in the United States and became Atari's best-selling arcade game of all time. Over 70,000 units of that was sold. Now, I don't know what that would translate to in, you know, sort of today's number of units sold because not as many hat you know it wasn't the same right. but still i think that's uh that just goes to show people enjoyed it i my uh my brother's a little older than me and so he had an atari but i remember when i came up and got my nintendo my nintendo sitting next to his atari was two light years away of machinery and then you get the game boy and now you know it's, it just sort of gets smaller and smaller down the down the way jeff and mccomb i used to love some galaga 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 is the one where you're a spaceship at the bottom of the screen and the bug looking aliens are coming at you from the top of the screen you got to shoot them oh yeah uncharted series that is oh yeah all. that's a home console game it's uh being turned into a movie i think it's actually already out with uh tom holland and marky mark mark Wahlberg in it old school super pac-man Oh, yeah. Pac-Man's just one of those. It doesn't matter how digitized they make it, how whatever. I mean, the concept's the same. You know, the main mission's the same. And you're going to go head-to-head with your kid with it and prove to them that you are better at Pac-Man than they are, at least for a little while. And then they usually pick up on your secrets. Or if you were good at it, they'll eventually be good at it sort of too. But see, we didn't have anything else other than video games to kind of take our minds off things like especially like road trips and stuff i mean i just that's when you got your game boy that's when you got your sega you know that had the it was battery operated or like jeff in oxford with uh he sent us a picture he says this was my arcade game in quotes i had at home when i was a kid and it's a little miniature handheld pinball called little hunter where you've got three little balls in there you got a white ball or two white balls and one black ball if i'm not mistaken the black ball's worth double and you just have the little pull like you do on a on a pinball machine but you're you're trying to get it to land in these little cups inside the the game instead of hitting bumpers in the pinball apparently pong in 72 was the first successful arcade game that was brought into our homes through atari's home pong kong's console oh yeah that was released through sears 1975 not everything translates you know the same that's how you know it's an old school atari if it doesn't have the the square bottom joystick with the one red button if you've got the controller with the wheel on it for playing pong yeah you've got an old atari can you think of magic movie moments that happen in or around an arcade off the top of my head the uh no i can't all right all right all right Daisy okay, confused. Yeah, yeah. Terminator after the burner. 
There's one. Back to the Future, Wild Gunman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you say, but I, the only reason why I am, I'm having this masterful moment over, over your trivia brain is because I'm reading it off of, off of Google. And I caught you completely off guard. Had I given Rhino a break here on good things, he would have been able to name all of them as well. Um, but there's a lot of them. War Games has one. Jaws even has an arcade has an arcade scene where, you, but mine when I first thought about it was dazed and confused. I mean that's kind of where they yeah, that was hang, a big setting. That was a big setting where they ha- where they would hang out and gather around. On the ceasefire text line, somebody was reminding us, "Yeah, war games, war games got it." the The one I was trying to think of, I couldn't think of the name of it, so I just gave up. Was the video game or was the movie based around video games? That Adam Sandler movie called Pixel. Yeah. Where they got the video gamers to save the world because the aliens had been listening to all the broadcasts and stuff. And they'd, they'd only seen the 80s video games at that point. So they had to fight off. Well, they actually befriended Qbert, but they had to fight off a giant Pac-Man and all that fun stuff. Karate Kid. Wreck-It Ralph, obviously. That's another video game Yeah, movie. that's another video game movie. Pitfall by... Activision. Activision. They were a big video game producing, or production company back then. Torn. Tron. Tron. <laughs> Torn over that Tron. Tron is an interesting one because you think about it, that's that's a movie made about a video game at the very beginning of video games. I mean, really, at that point in time, all you had was Pong, which was two lines going back and forth on a digital tennis court making a ball go back and forth. Well, somebody had that and thought, you know what? What would it be like if we were living inside that? So two lines and a ball going back and forth, and they were like, you know what? We're going to get on motorcycles and have light-up suits. I mean, that's what that's the direction I would have gone, right? That's what I would have come up with. Wrong. Wreck-It Ralph, I will say this. We saw that. Uh, took, took Neely to see that, and I was not going in with any high expectations other than I get popcorn, soda, and my feet up for a little while. And it was cute. Back, I had low expectations for it, and then what is it, uh Ralph Breaks the Internet, I think is the, oh, yeah. or whatever. I mean, would I sit and watch them on loop? No, but I thought that they did a really good job of connecting kids' idea of a video game or what go, what could potentially go on on the inside with, you know, good storytelling. So you guys watch a lot of movies and play a lot of video games. I'm starting to see a connection here, but that's a good thing. But stick with us. we got more up next. Safe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series gun safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. 
Whether you need a high-capacity safe for that expensive gun collection or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount Gun Safe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was up 126 to 119.80. July cotton was up 78 to 115.86. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were up four and three quarters to 1667 and three quarters per bushel. July soybeans were down one and a quarter to 1632 and three quarters per bushel. May corn was up 22 and 3 quarters to 747 and 3 quarters per bushel. July corn was up 9 and 3 quarters to 703 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down 175 to 138.35. June live cattle was down 135 to 135.15. April feeders down 247 to 160.52. May feeders down 250. 165.50. And at this hour, Dow Jones is up 79 points, 33,971. I'm Dixon Williams. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Bad Flower. Non-point. Dead Poets Society. And special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
Don't delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. Don't forget, too, you can watch Super Talk Mississippi on your computer or mobile devices. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, and YouTube. You can now watch Super Talk TV on Ceasefire TV if you have Ceasefire TV. Find us on Channel 70 right next to the weather. Okay, what was this one? Rounding out our... This is Halo. Ah, never played that. It was a little bit later in the, the gaming timeline. I mean, that was uh, my high school days, your high school days, but it's become so popular and stuck around so long, it's got a TV series coming out. No way. Hmm. They should make a they should make a cartoon after Mario and Luigi. They did. Did they? The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Did it? I guess it didn't stick. It was stick. bad. <laughs> got it. Well, then that's why I don't know about it. <laughs> Maybe some things are just left better the way that they were created, which was at a video game. Because they had going into and out of commercials, if I remember it correctly. Because it's a cartoon. But then they had real-life people dressed up like Mario and Luigi. Mm. Like, come on back, kids, after the commercial. Except with a really bad Italian accent. Yeah. That's that's not good. No, that's not good. If you're just tuning in with us here on Good Things, we've been talking and celebrating our love of arcades and video games all day. Thanks to Tupelo's um, school district, their seventh, oh, their seventh, their sixth grade school just got an arcade as positive incentives. As mentioned, if you missed that great story, it'll be on Super Talks YouTube and Good Things podcast uh, later on. I hope it catches on. I think any way that we can find, we can connect with what kids are interested in. That's not, I mean, still digital. I mean, you have to, you have to meet them where they're at. They're liking, they're enjoying the video games. They're doing things digital. You know, obviously everything doesn't have to be social media based or that kind of based. But if it gets them to work together to keep a school bus from being rowdy or being kind to one another, two thumbs up for for me. And icing on the cake. Nowadays, you can get scholarships to go to college if you're good enough with certain video games. Which is mind boggling. But that's the growth of esports to the point where you now have colleges with college teams competing in tournaments for more scholarship money. But the colleges are offering scholarship money to esports participants. Okay, so that goes back to Jeff's comment about they were all over the airbase back in the eighties, and I'm sure that was for entertainment value. That was not to to make you a very a better warrior. I get that, or, or at least I hope, right? Like I think that thing. But hey, I mean, you have simulations of all kinds of things to improve improve your skill in in military and beyond. But these games that that you're talking about, that's winning or earning young people millions of dollars, isn't it usually like a team of them? Like is it an like, usually? I mean, and it's. It's not just your standard mark. I mean, these are complex games where skill oh, and yeah. thought and you have to have like you come at it from. Well, it's like, I mean, like military. Well, an, an right? Analogy, like, I mean, think about when you're playing a game of pool at the pool hall. Most people have played pool, even if you haven't played a video. Yes, game. I'm, ter- I'm as bad at it as I am video. But games. when you think of the, those those individuals that are really good at pool, they just have that that innate that that knack for geometry. And they're good at it. You have those kind of people, and it's, it's on a little bit higher level because it's more than two-dimensional geometry, but it involves that, that higher level of critical thinking, problem-solving, on-the-fly kind of brain. So you have games like Rocket League, which is one of the competitive games, where you're driving in a car. That, that's what you're controlling. But the point of the game is to play soccer. So you're in a car, using the car to hit a ball into a goal. The car has boosters on it so it can go faster. 
It's got little things on the bottom to make it jump. So you've got all these different angles and methods and styles and tricks and different things that you got to you got to know to play at that level. And it also comes kind of intuitively, but also there's critical thinking, I think was also what I was trying to get to. Um, teamwork, thinking beyond just the present move. And, yeah, it all is coming out in a game, but that also replicates in life and teamwork and strategizing and risk versus reward and movements, communication communications and all that kind of stuff. So even though it can kind of seem like, oh, my God, our kids are wasting our time, and they can be, they can get out of balance, oh, right? Yeah. Like there should be a, a healthy balance with anything your kid's doing um, outside of school or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I think still don't overlook if they're good at it. Hone in on that mom and dad and, like, you could help – foster it to the next level in a different direction. Don't just assume because it's video games and they're hollering at people they don't know, which you should be monitoring who they're playing with, by the way. Um, let me just add in that mom uh, whatever of the day. But, I mean, there, there are good things that can come out of it that we can't conceive that wasn't in our generation, but doesn't mean there aren't opportunities for the next generation. And the last time I checked, if you can develop video games, they're going to put you in a great nursing home whenever <laughs> be able to take care of you because they get paid really well. One last thing from the C Spire text line from the 662. There are 12 members to a high school esports team. So that's 12 high schoolers that have the potential, if they work hard and practice and put their mind to it, to get scholarship money from playing video games. There are worse things a high schooler could be doing. Alrighty, stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.